Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So as we've been uh, talking about healthcare quite a bit this week, you know, and, you know, how do you fix what is so clearly broken and not just in one area? Um, certainly one of the biggest challenges is going to be dealing with our aging population because, well, we're living longer. And the problem is there's no services to help us live longer or when we get to that point where we need help. And uh, an undercover investigation by the CBC um, reveals, you know, the worst kept secret when it comes to long term care. And how it's not just failing the most vulnerable among us, which is seniors, but it reveals the vulnerabilities of those frontline workers who are tasked with taking care of them. And they are understaffed, they are overworked, and they essentially cannot keep up with the constant needs um, of the people that they care for. It also reveals just a number of, of critical uh, you know, incident reports, abuse issues, medication issues, uh, disease outbreaks. So the bottom line is, when the whole system is burdened, stuff starts to break down. And I, I don't even think we're at a crisis point when it comes to elderly care in this province. I think we're way past that now. Let's bring in uh, Miranda Ferrier to this conversation, president and founder of the Ontario PSW Association and Canadian Support Workers Association. She joins us now. Miranda, you know, this is not really a, a secret. I mean, long-term care, specifically elder care, um, has been under the, the microscope now for some time because we are failing. And I think this investigation kind of is the... Um, the nail in the coffin, so to speak, not to use that kind of, not, not to be so trite about it, but it's not just that we're failing seniors, but we're failing the frontline workers who have to care for them. Absolutely. I mean, PSWs, personal support workers are burnt out. They're um, frustrated. They truly want to care for your loved ones in the best possible way, but they're just not given the tools in order to do their job correctly. Right. All right. <sighs> Well, you know, because as it is now, the, the needs are so great, and, and I, I would mm -hmm. think that a big part of the stress for a frontline worker is that the elderly people are not created equal. One could have dementia, another has Alzheimer's, they could be in advanced stages, or there could be other health or underlying issues. It's that they have to tend to them constantly, and they can't always get to them. I mean, it's almost heartbreaking to hear about uh, a senior kind of sitting in their own um, you know, diaper or not being able to get to the bathroom or getting food. But the reality is, unless we make the investment, this isn't going to change. Well, absolutely. I mean, I myself am a personal support worker, and I worked in long-term care for a number of years, and I never worked a fully staffed shift. So you're thinking, I was at PSW for 13 years. So you go back all the way back to 2006, and mm -hmm. it was already a major issue at that time. And when you're looking at the different types of residents that they have in long-term care now, it is a, an array of different kinds. One person might require minimal assistance from a personal support worker, whereas someone else requires two PSWs to assist right. them, and it takes 40 minutes to get them ready. So we really have to look at putting more scrubs on the floor. We can't look at hours, per se, or how many hours of care each resident gets, because like you pointed out, they're all different. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, it, it, it irritates me, and I'm being polite when I use that word, you know, that this problem has been, this, this is a well-known problem, and it's just been completely politicized and pushed to the back because mm-hmm. I guess we're not making enough noise about it. But we can't wait any longer. No, no, we really can't. I mean, you know, they say that the, the white tsunami is coming. Uh, the baby boomers are coming. They've arrived. Right. We've been in this situation, you know, five years ago, Alex, I told the government, the former government, we are in crisis. Yeah. You know, we're losing PSWs. It's not a career of choice. We can't get the proper care in there. And they ignored it. Now, five years later, we're no longer in crisis. We're in the red. Right. And what has the reaction then been from this government? Because, look, I think everyone thought that the liberal government would be the government to do this. They should have done this. They should have Mm -hmm. this and education should have been the beats that they did well and they failed in both. So now we've got a new government. What has uh, the reaction to your um, concerns uh, been? Actually, really welcoming. Uh, They've listened. Uh, they've actually listened to the frontline PSW, uh, which I can say is the first time ever. Are you uh, surprised by that? that? Did you think you were going to get a a frosty reception? Well, you know, I I didn't know either way, to be honest. But, you know, you kind of have those leftover feelings from the former government. Right. right? So you never know what you're going to get when you walk through those doors. And we've already been in front of Minister Elliott. Uh, We've been in front of her parliamentary assistance numerous times. Uh, We have a lot of support in the PC government, which is very promising, I believe. Uh, Anything that's come back to us from our meetings with them, uh, they're taking it very seriously. I can say that. Right. But talk is cheap. And and I'm getting quite, I think people in general are getting tired of all the talk. You know, we have such huge needs in healthcare. We've been talking about them all week long of what needs to change, whether it's mental health, whether it's long-term health, whether it's bed shortages. But this particular area is a huge fix. Um, And until it is fixed, it's going to continue to burden uh, the system. Um, So instead of listening, what do you get the sense that they're going to do? Well, you know, we have been in conversations with the government uh, regarding self-regulation for personal support workers. Now, you might not think that that plays into long-term care, but it does. It plays into the issues because we're currently losing 33% of the PSWs in the field quarterly. Mm -hmm. No one's staying in the field. No one wants to be a PSW, which is unfortunate because it's a very, very important role. Um, So our our whole thing is, how are you going to fit these beds? You know, they put new beds in the long-term care facilities. They're adding all this money to read the you know robust uh, the long-term care sector but how are we going to provide provide that care if we don't have the personal support workers so we have spoken with them about self-regulation very positive uh, reaction to that um, you know they've talked a lot to us about like I was just in two weeks ago talking with a parliamentary assistant um, to the Minister of Health mm-hmm. and they were talking to me about long-term care and they said what should we change well, there's an envelope system in long-term care facilities where long-term care facilities are so regimented yeah. as to what they can spend their money on. And I said, you know, you know, they can't take the money out of, you know, redecorating and put it into staffing if required. I said, get rid of the red tape between the envelopes and allow the money to flow a little bit more. And then maybe we can start putting more scrubs on the floor as opposed to painting the hallways every six months. Yeah, it's, an, it's amazing what a little flexibility will do. I mean, and, and that I think has been been a big problem with the last government is that they created way too much red tape and Ooh. way more paperwork and executives than we actually needed. It should have gone to the front lines. And Absolutely. so do you get the sense that you're going to get an actual streamlined um, uh, service? And how long then before we actually see an improvement? See, that's 
that's a really hard question to answer because there is so much to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not like this is not a situation where we can move everybody out and then fix it and bring everybody back in. Right. This is a case where we have to fix it while people are still living in the homes. You know, we're fixing the scheduling issues, the, you know, the staffing issues, the, the care. Right. Mm-hmm. So how, how quick? Um, I don't know. I can't answer that. Honestly, I hope it's going to be quick. I hope to see some movement um, in this upcoming budget. Um, but we shall see. Yeah, I mean, the one thing about long-term care, and, and because I've been through the system with my own parents or stepdad, you know, until you've been mm-hmm. in it, you don't realize just how terrible it is. And it's not the frontline workers. I don't put the blame on them. I put it on the system. And the reality is, unless you've got lots of money and you can pay your way into some kind of great private care, you've got to rely on the system that the government gives you. And it's just the services are not there. Mm-hmm. No, it's not because the money's not there, right? So it's going back again to the envelope system. You know, how about we stop having so much bureaucracy at the top and start funneling that money down? But, I mean, like you said before, Alex, we've been talking nonstop about this. We've been talking about it for years that this is what needs to happen. So um, I agree with you. Put your money where your mouth is and let's start making changes. And, and, and you know, I, I, I welcome, I'm glad that you're finally hearing some language that actually appeals to you because I've been... we hear a lot of hysteria from from the unions and from the left who, who believe that everything is bad. But the fact that you actually believe there's some hope here with the change of government, I think give will give a lot of people some some, you know, pause for peace or, or a bit of a service of comfort. Well, you know, I think anyone who's in government, the government's always given a hard time. I think you know, I'm, answer, I'm answering honestly. Um, you know, they really have been very receptive to what the Frontline Association is saying. Uh, they really want to hear from us first. They're listening not only to us, but to the nurses and, and everyone else. And they really do want to make a positive change. And you know how you just know when someone's telling the truth? Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, they're telling the truth. They really do want to make a difference. But it's difficult, right? Because you have so much bureaucracy and red tape, et cetera, et cetera. A so politician we'll telling happens. the truth. Hey, that would be a hey, first. That would be a first. Would. <laughs> yeah. Well, Miranda, we'll uh, keep tuned to this. I'm glad the um, investigation is uh, hopefully yielding and uh, showing some people the, the realities of this. But we'll uh, stay in touch and hopefully we some, uh, see some improvement. Well, thanks so much, Alex. That is uh, Miranda Ferrier uh, joining us today. Look, hey, if they're seeing something positive, that's a positive. Let's take it. Let's have the conversation. Can't scream and shout at everyone and freak out. If if someone like Miranda is looking at this issue and going, okay, look, we're not happy. We haven't been happy, but we're starting to hear the right language. I think we owe it to the whole industry to see, and certainly the government, let's see what they do. It's in all of our interests that they get this thing right. Not politicize it as it has been for so, so long. You're on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.